of Terer, this is Hesophis Parsha Shmais. The Maimah begins. We this Maimah will help us understand the celebration and the joy of rejoicing with the Chasen and Kala, the groom and the bride, uh, based on a pasuk in Shmais, which says. La Loisa to bring up the Yidden, El Eretz to the land flowing with milk and honey. So now, which is, of course, uh, what the, the Yidden uh, wanted and what Moshe was there for to get them out of Egypt and they should be able to go up to the land of Israel, the land flowing with milk and honey. So now, the Chasen is the groom is called a Chasen and the bride is called a Kala. What is the source of these names? So the word chasen comes from the word to descend. Uh, like in Aramaic, nochis means to go down. Chus means to descend. And uh, that's the main part of the word, the ches saf. Whereas kala has two meanings. Either it comes from the word kilayain to uh, expire out of love. Or the second meaning uh, Keller means uh, to be uh, locked, to be uh, blocked or locked down, uh, which is which uh, is the idea of uh, not being able to when something is uh, restrained and not able to get out, or like, and this is actually the source of the the uh, the, the the word for confinement or prison. Uh, so what the chasen and kala in, in spiritually represents uh, Hashem and the Jewish people, and uh, the commitment on a, simply is the, is the idea of that, that this is what I'm doing and that's it and I'm committed and that's the idea of being restrained. But we're going to explain that at a deeper level. So uh, the, the uh, Gemara says that that when the, the Pasuk talks about uh, the day of uh, his wedding, so this is the end of Tainus, quoting from a Pasuk in Hiroshim, the Pasuk says, the day of his wedding and uh, Hashem's wedding, and the Mishnah in Tainus explains that this is the day of Matan Torah. So uh, that's when Hashem got married, uh, married the Jewish people, so Chasen is Hashem who's sober, calm, and who surrounds all worlds, which is the name of Hashem Havaya, which is beyond worlds and surrounding worlds, whereas Kala is the, uh, the uh, Jewish collective, Knesset Yisrael, which is godliness as it enters into the world, uh, hinted in the name Adnai, which is Malikon, how Hashem fills all worlds. And for Sovev Ka'almim, for Hashem's light as it surrounds all worlds to uh, descend and limit itself into Adnai, into the uh, godliness which enlivens every all, all parts of uh, uh, the world from nothing into something, is a descent. And that's why it's called Chasen. Uh, because Hashem descends in order to enliven uh, us and enliven all the worlds, because Hashem is really beyond time and beyond space, and everything is uh, nothing compared to Hashem. And therefore, to descend in order to in, become involved in, in a world and creation, that's called chas. 
Whereas uh, why is Mamalakam Hashem's light as it fills the world? It's called Kala, and especially according to the second meaning about being confined, and also to understand what is the uh, rejoicing, the meaning of the rejoicing of Hashem and Kala spiritually. So <laughs> we'll first preface uh, the Pasuk, Hara Sakrib Malebes Tachil Tizak Bechavaleha that uh, she's pregnant and <clears throat> comes close to giving birth, she uh, trembles and cries in her in the birth pangs. So too uh, were we in front of your face, Hashem. So this means that we, the Jewish collective, are uh, pregnant uh, throughout the times of Galus. And uh, there's other scriptural sources that show this as well. And the birth is the birth of Mashiach, like it says about Mashiach, I bore you today. And just as with the uh, physical birth, so there's the, the, the birth pains and the, the uh, pain of uh, uh, labor and crying out before birth, like uh, Soto with Mashiach, there's Cheble Mashiach, there's the birth pangs of Mashiach, which is like on a macro level, it's like um, the, the difficulty of labor and the pain of labor before giving birth. Now, this Pasuk, which talks about uh, the Knesset Yisrael as, as uh, pregnant and giving birth, it says, So too were we in front of your face, Hashem. Uh, so to explain that uh, ending of the Pasuk, so the goal of uh, mitzvahs in general and of each mitzvah is to create a yichud kushabrichoshkinte, like we say before Bar Shalmar, and some people say before every mitzvah, Lashem Yichud Kushabrichoshkinte, in order to unify uh the Hashem, the Holy One, blessed be He, which is Sovakam and Shchinte and His Shchina, which is Mamalakam, Hashem's light as it, as it is beyond worlds, uniting with Hashem's light within worlds. And that's the goal of all mitzvahs that we want Sovakam to be revealed within Mamali, within worlds. And that's the unification that although this world normally the, it can only exist when there's concealment of Hashem's light, but in this space there should be revelation of Hashem, and that's also the meaning of Baruch Atash Havaya, that we want to bring down. Baruch, besides to bless, means to bring down um, Hashem, to have revelation of Hashem within this world. This is like the idea of birth. The fetus was concealed, and then it comes out. It's Now it's born, now it's revealed. Like the Pasuk says, uh, that Hashem is like uh, the sun, as Hasidus translates Shemesh, as the sun, um, and Magen, and like a shield. So the name Havai is like the sun. That's Hashem's light, the, the revelation. The name Elikim is uh, the uh, shield over that light, the concealment which is during pregnancy, and, and then uh, when Knesset is thrown in the Jewish collective over the, the second column, uh, they, uh, uh, they start with their initiation from below, their Esrosa de la Santa, 
uh, to uh, arouse uh, that Hashem should uh, uh, elicit that a revelation of Hashem to uh, bring that down upon us. So then they bring forward the birth. So they're, so to speak, through extra, uh, through uh, causing Hashem to reveal himself in this world, they're inducing the birth, uh, which will be fully revealed with, uh, with Mashiach, where it says, I today bore you, which is which represents the revelation of godliness, like birth, which then everything is, then the embryo is visible. And that's through our awakening during uh, nowadays, through, uh, through mitzvahs and through brachas. With every bracha, we say, Baruch we're asking that Hashem should be revealed. Baruch, like we said, means to bring down. But although we make our best efforts now, but still on the macro level, it's still during the pregnancy. And only Mashiach is the birth. Because even when we say a bracha, there's some sort of revelation, but it's it, 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 in general, Hashem's presence still be, remains uh, concealed. And, uh, and only special tzaddikim, special people, uh, might have a little bit of a revelation of Hashem. But what we're crying out for is for that full birth, and that's the meaning of the pasuk. So are we before your face, Hashem? That panecha havaya, panecha the face represents the in, uh, in inner, the internal. Uh, Hashem as He is within the inner light of Atzilus, which where Hashem is so calm, and Hashem is beyond the worlds, uh, without change, where, and where darkness and light is all the same. So when a person reflects on the fact that uh, really his, his, his whole being is just a ray of Hashem, uh, that Hashem's light uh, shines in, into within worlds, into Mamale, into the names of Elikim and Adnai, uh, just that, uh, that, that this light is not fully revealed, it, it will only be revealed with Mashiach, uh, and what we are, and that's what we mean in this pasuk that we're asking that for Hashem's pnimius, Hashem's panecha, His face to be revealed now, as it was originally at the beginning of creation, but throughout throughout regular life in this world, so it's concealed. Like we say that by Yomahu on that day when uh, once Mashiach has come, Yashem Echad Hashem will be one and His name will be one. And like the Gemara asks, what is Hashem not one now? And the uh, the Gemara answers that now we don't write Hashem's name the same way as it's pronounced. Whereas when Mashiach comes, the way we print, we write it, that's how we'll pronounce it. And that's because Havaya is, is Hashem's name as it is beyond worlds. And now we pronounce it as Adnai, whereas when Mashiach comes, it will stay Havaya, meaning there'll be Hashem's light as it is beyond worlds actually revealed to us. And uh, the and uh, this is uh, because now we're going through concealment and contraction of Hashem's light. And we're crying out with the the birth pangs, the labor. Now, when is the uh, pain of uh, birth pangs of, of labor? That's only right before birth. 
at most, uh, you know, it's a few days before birth, but we're in the middle of the pregnancy, you don't know, these birth pangs are not present. There is something else which is also difficult, uh, which is the difficulty of pregnancy. But uh, the uh, the pain of b- before birth, that's from contractions, which is blocking, which is the, about uh, tighten, tightening and, and uh, blocking the baby from coming out. And uh, so the, this uh, crying out is uh, when there's a lot of blockages uh, for us to, to give birth, meaning to, to have a revelation, uh, as we'll have when Mashiach comes. And we'll, we'll be crying out because of all this concealment. But when we are, uh, when we were very far before Mashiach, then we didn't have this crying out uh, because it was still in the middle of the pregnancy. We only had the crying out from the pain of the pregnancy itself over the page. Like we know that the... Uh, the uh, mother, the father, and Hashem all contribute different parts of the uh, baby. So the mother uh, contrib- contributes from the uh, um, the uh, the red uh, blood, which uh, that from that comes the skin and the flesh and the black of the eye. So uh, throughout uh, the, uh, the entire time of uh, this world before Mashiach, so like a long pregnancy. And uh, through our efforts with, the, with yearning and, and passionate uh, uh, yearning for Hashem through reflecting about Hashem and thinking about Hashem according to the pers- what the person can and his style. So that, uh, that causes uh, pregnancy, meaning that there should be, uh, Hashem Havai should be uh, enclosed Within Hashem Elikim and and Hashem Adnai, in other words, that that Hashem as He is beyond worlds should be uh, begin to be pre, uh, to be uh, uh, maybe not revealed, but at least uh, somewhat manifest in within worlds and the energy of worlds. <clears throat> and now we said earlier that Kala can have different meanings. Uh, one of them was uh, from Kol Sonashi uh, that my soul expires to Hashem, and uh, that that according to that one, Kala is spelled with a Kof Lamed and then a Hey. Whereas the second meaning is uh, from the word Kela to be confined or imprisoned, and uh, the the we're we're going to focus mostly on the second meaning now. But uh, the first meaning, kala, also can be re- with a hey, can also be read as two words, kol and then hey. Uh, that uh, kol is yesod, like the Pasuk says, l'chashem says that Hashem is all the different qualities. And then it continues, kichol b'shemayim varetz, like we say in Vayivarach David. All in the heavens and earth. And, and Hasidus explains that this refers to Yusayid, and then the Hay uh, is the recipient from Yusayid, which is um, uh, which which is uh, Malchus. Uh, but 
but uh, either way it's about yearning and and looking up towards the higher spiritual levels then we have uh, that's uh, the colson that's the expiring and the yearning for hashem then we have the confined and that that's about the uh the baby being the embryo being confined with within the mother now after birth so then it's a special time of growth uh, through especially in the first two years now the possible we started with says that uh the that to bring up the yidden to the land flowing with milk and honey so the first food that the baby uh, is sustained from is milk and unlike with animals uh, with uh, humans, the the milk is uh, near the top of the body, and that the breasts are near the top of the body and connected to bina understanding. And uh, the milk uh, helps the child grow uh, in a tremendous way. One after uh, the child finishes with milk after the first two years, then growth is slower. But the milk is the ideal food for this uh, massive growth. And uh, that it can it, it allows the baby to grow, the infant to grow in half a year more more than it would normally grow in two years. And uh, this this is this is in addition to the milk being a food to sustain the baby, but it's mostly something to allow it to grow. And this is because because of the. Because of the special quality of milk, which is uh, intellect and uh, spiritually, it's connected. The spiritual idea of milk is connected to intellect and especially to bina understanding. And we see a similar idea in Avedis Hashem in service of Hashem that the uh, the emotions of uh, feeling uh, the feelings of love towards Hashem or reverence. Uh, or Rahmanus feeling uh, mercy, pity on, on the Neshama. So all of them come from a certain understanding, reflection on certain ideas, and then they develop into a feeling. And then after he, the person's already reflected on these ideas and created the feeling, so when he remembers, when he he's reminded about the idea, so that strengthens um, the emotion and uh, the it, it allows the emotion to grow. So similarly with Eretz Zavas the land flowing with milk, especially, and we'll get to honey soon. So the Eretz, the land, that's the Knesset Yisrael, the Jewish collective, which is Malchus, um, and that's called Hashem's footstool. And uh, it's called Eretz Hachaim, the land of the of uh, life of the living, because it receives its, uh, its spiritual energy from Eretz Hachaim, from the tree of life. And it, like it says about Chachma, which is the highest of the intellectual spheres, it says about Chachma Tachaya and wisdom enlivens. And uh, this the. Uh, that from whose womb did the ice emerge 
And uh, the, the deeper meaning of this Pasuk is that me, who refers to Bina, like the Pasuk says, see me, Bara'ela, who created this. So, an, so me is about understanding, um, the, like having a, a deep and detailed perspective on, on about Hashem, who created this. So it's, uh, that relates to Bina, which is a detailed um, uh, understanding and uh the, and then the the pasuk um mentions uh beten me the stomach of who so stomach refers to malchus and then uh this it says from the stomach of who is ice formed so simply it's saying that uh, nature is itself miraculous and comes from hashem but the deeper meaning, so from Malchus, which is the stomach of Bina, uh, comes uh, Kerach, the ice, which uh, ice refers to Hashpa, refers to uh, what is uh, given over from above, from Hashem. Uh, like the Pasuk says, that Hashem gives the uh, snow. Uh, like wool, so we see that the uh, ice is uh, connect is is like Hashem's gift, and uh, then it 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 says that when when Mashiach comes, then we'll have a we'll we'll see Hashem's uh, in, involvement and how Hashem Hashem's light energizes us. So then um, it says Higdo Havaya last is Emela that Hashem has done great. And uh, this is because once there's birth, then there's revelation. And then begins the time of growth, like with the baby that after it's born, it grows at a rapid pace. And that's through the milk. Uh, and that's about, and so spiritually, that's about uh, that uh, hush, rev revealing um, Hashem as he is beyond worlds and that it should be ex uh, expanded in le length and breadth uh, within in our understanding. And uh, this this uh, un this understanding is expanded in Ela with these, which is the souls of the righteous, of the tzaddikim, and that's the meaning of Kena Yino Mipanecha Vaya. That's so are we Mipanecha in your uh, from your face, Hashem. So now uh, that uh, that we have this uh, deeper understanding and detailed understanding of Hashem, and which we'll, we'll receive fully with Mashiach. And uh, like we said, that just as we said that the growth uh, in the beginning of life, well, the first two years of life is uh, far greater than anything afterwards. The same thing with the birth with Mashiach, that uh, there's uh, going to, there's still difficulty even after birth, there's recovery, but there's also the fastest growth. And uh, this, this comes from the spiritual milk. Uh, that uh, which uh, we said that milk comes from comes from intellect and and especially from bina and and like bina is uh, expressed in the heart and that's where the uh, breast and and the milk is. Next paragraph for So now that's milk, but what about honey? So uh, it says that it's a land flowing with milk and honey. So honey is a preservative. 
If you put something in honey, then it lasts for a long time without getting ruined. Whereas without honey, so then everything goes back to the four foundational elements and it will disappear eventually. Like the uh, grain which rots or uh, even rocks that, that, that don't last forever. Uh, so everything, whether it's inanimate vegetation or animal animals, eventually is destroyed. It turns to nothing, whereas honey preserves. And despite the different uh, the seasons and climates, it will stay. And the reason is because honey, it sort of squeezes to hold it together. And, and that's why Hurdos, Herod, he um, preserved his uh, wife in honey. And, and honey sort of squeezes it together and doesn't let it spread and go back to the, the four original uh, elements. And also honey transforms bitterness into sweetness because whatever is in the honey, it becomes part of the honey after a very long time, although honey preserves, but eventually what's in the honey becomes part of the honey. Uh, like in uh, Yerodea, it talks about uh, the feet of uh, bees, that, uh, and it says that, it's, that it, honey, although it has uh, feet of bees inside it, because uh, that's how they would make honey, they would uh, boil it and it would still have the bees' feet in it. But since that's not your intention and, for, and it's bottles, it's okay. Um, but what we see is that uh, that the that the honey sweetens and makes even the the bees' legs stuck in the honey become part of the honey and become sweet as well. Okay, so and there's to the extent there's even a discussion about the halacha if a um, if something tray falls into honey and Al Trevor tells us where to look in. Simon Rashid Vav and Pay and Aleph. Next paragraph. So this is because honey squeezes and eventually transforms whatever's inside it into honey. That's because honey, although it's sweet, but it also has this element of gavur, and that's what sweet squeezes and holds things together, uh, uh, confines things inside it. And uh, this is the this is the gavura within within the sweetness, the gavura sheba chesed, uh, because gavura in general severity in general is related to symptom, which is contraction and and squeezing, holding uh, holding uh, holding all together, and not letting things spread, and. Uh, when there's a lot of gavura introduced, so then it will break down the item inside the honey, and then it will be that that item will eventually become part of the honey. But what breaks it down? That's gavura, the gavura within chesed, the uh, severity within kindness, uh, and that uh, that's like the uh, like it says that that the. Uh, in the south, it's hotter. In the southern hemisphere, it's hotter because uh, the south uh, is the gvura within chesed, and that's like the 
on one hand, shining a light is about chesed. On the other hand, this strength of the hate that is a gvur concept, and that's a gvur within chesed. And eventually, it transforms. So because uh, chesed, this chesed also has gvur in it, therefore, it eventually, it transforms even the north, with which the north is normally the colder hemisphere, and it transforms that into uh, uh, warmth as well. And uh, similarly, uh, honey, uh, it, it can make a, a uh, bit of vegetable sweet, uh, which is, again, it comes from the kavura of, of honey, which transforms what it comes in contact with. On the other hand, something that's pure sweetness, like sugar, it's not going to transform others because it, it doesn't, the idea of transformation is through fighting against and turning over something, whereas uh, pure sweetness and pure kindness won't do that. Uh, so, th so this is a positive quality about honey that has the gvur elements which allows transformation. And uh, so what does this represent? Well, we say at the beginning of the uh, brachas, we say in Elikaina Shama that you blew a soul into me, and you preserve it within me. Uh, so what's this idea of preserving, of guarding the soul inside the body? So uh, we, we've said that, the, that there's uh, the two parts, there's the milk and the honey. So the milk represents growth and allows for growth uh, to have deep understanding of Hashem, and uh, like, like it says that Tzadikim uh, in the future will be called uh, by the name of Hashem. And, uh, and it says that Man Adan, who is the face of the master, it says in Zayah, this is the face of uh, Rashbi. So we see uh, that how Tzadikim uh, uh, shine with this, uh, with this uh, uh, godly light, right? Everything has Hashem's light inside it, but it's more apparent in, in Tzadikim. And therefore, it won't, when there's this clear, uh, transparent uh, vessel, it doesn't allow um, uh, staying in a state of materi materialism because it really, it really, it sources uh, Hashem. And when the Nishama is born, so to speak, in other words, that it's uh, not concealed anymore, and especially as it grows, which is represented by the milk and the growth in the first two years, so then it's not able to um, to stay stuck within Gashmis and it has to burst out with Messiris Nefesh, with the self-sacrifice, uh, because of the sweetness of uh, Hashem and its source. And that's like you have color that it just is, is expiring with yearning for Hashem. Now in Elikaina Shama, we say, to be that you blew the soul into me uh, and and you will preserve it within me that it the soul shouldn't jump out to go back to its source. And this is like uh, the idea of honey, uh, which honey has within it Gavura, which holds down, which preserves whatever's inside it and eventually makes whatever's inside the honey become part of the honey. 
and uh, to explain, so when when the soul wants uh, to uh, just uh, to to have pleasure from Hashem and just expire and become part of Hashem, so how does how, how does it go back to uh, it, to live inside a physical body? So it's uh, through had developing an even deeper desire to fulfill Torah and mitzvahs in this world more than its desire to become one with Hashem. Like it says that that one moment of Teshuvah, uh, repentance and good deeds in this world is worth more than the entire world to come where we'll have revelation of Hashem. And like the Pazak says, that because you didn't serve Hashem with the joy and good gladness of Hamir of Kol, with an abundance of all, meaning that the joy of this of the Nishama in doing mitzvahs is much greater than the joy from taking in Hashem's presence, which is called Rav Kol, an abundance of all. Because it's better to be in this world fulfilling Hashem's desire rather than uh, rather than our own desire in, underst- in understanding and connect- and uh, uh, and feeling closeness to Hashem. And uh, the, this is because Torah is compared to honey, and uh, honey, like we said, hot, uh, squeezes and holds together. So. Uh, and therefore, Teremitsis hold down the Nishama for a long time. And also, uh, the, the, the um, Nishama wants to, it wants to uh, just cleave to Hashem and become one with Hashem. And then it will be called Achai uh, Verei. Hashem calls us his uh, brother and friend, or Achaisi, Hashem's sister. Uh, whereas in Olam Haba, that that's when we're in, we're in um, in this world. Uh, whereas in Olam Haba, we call Hashem's daughter, and uh, but therefore we we need to be preserved to stay. That the Nisham needs to be preserved. That it should stay in this world and not jump out. So now we can go back to uh, the to explain the joy of the Chasan and Kala. Because uh, through honey, the color, it's not color with an hay, but color with an aleph, meaning to be uh, preserved and, and held back, that the spark shouldn't jump out. And uh, like it says that in Medrash and Shirashirim, that even the angels are listening to our Torah. And this is the joy of the color in doing mitzvahs more than the joy of kala, close nefesh, yearning to go back up to Hashem. Okay, so in short, we've uh, been discussing uh, this uh, chosen and kala. We said chosen means to descend down, kala means either yearning to go up or holding the neshama down. And uh, we explained that golos is like pregnancy and then mashiach is like birth, where there'll be revelation of, uh, of Hashem. And uh, the pain and difficulty of uh, the of birth pangs uh, is right before Mashiach comes. 
there's the uh, lesser pain of a pregnancy in general, which is through alcoholism, but the birth pain is right before Mashiach. And even after birth, there's still pain, but there's more, more than the pain is the growth in the nachas. And the, the growth is from the milk, which expands the, the, uh, the infant most in the first two years while it's having milk. And so this represents an expanded understanding of Hashem. And then we've got the honey, which is sweetness, which is preserving that the neshama should stay down here and not uh, jump up with yearning back up to Hashem.